the number one podcast that corporate tenants turn to in Seattle. Relocations, expansions, contractions, subleases, renewals, and redesigns are no problems when these champions are on your side. From the Orion Commercial Partners World Headquarters in Seattle, Washington, this is the Champions for Corporate Tenants podcast. Now welcoming your champions, your hosts, Gil White and Stephen Cougar. Okay, today's episode is dealing with technology in the modern office space. And we have invited Brock Reed and Zach Allenbaugh from Peel Tech to uh, have a discussion with us about uh, sort of the evolution of office technology. So uh, I think out of the gate, it would be really helpful if you guys could talk a little bit about yourselves and your company and uh, how you're uh, servicing the marketplace. And then we can get into some of the nuances of how you guys provide service. Does that sound good? Sounds good. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Yeah, so I'm uh, Brock Reed. I am co-founder and CEO of Peel Tech. And I'm Zach Allenbaugh, co-founder and CIO of Peel Tech. Uh, Brock and I started this business uh, back in September 2015, and uh, we started very organically over a conversation about uh, IT services for small business and and consumer and how the only national brand out there that anybody's ever heard of is the Geek Squad. And we just started looking into other other companies and services out there, assuming there would be more, but surprisingly there is not. And that was really the, the birth of Peel Tech is to fill that void especially addressing uh, the pain points of technology that we're out there hearing about every day. So what are you guys finding when you're out there, uh, you know, helping companies out, you get that service call and, and you walk in and you know, God only knows what you're going to find. So talk it's, a, about that. it's really interesting because I, we're in this overlap of old school versus new school with technology. 2016 is, looks a lot different than 2006. Uh, 2006 sometimes doesn't feel like it was 10 years ago, but the advancement of technology in that period, short period of time is massive, especially cloud versus data center. That's probably the biggest one that most people uh, are aware of, all these cloud and virtual services. For example, uh, Peel Tech is all virtual uh, with our services. We don't own any hardware except for our computers, but our phone system, our data storage, our email platform, all of those things are all cloud-based. And I think the one of the things that, that we're finding is a uh, an apprehension uh, or a hesitation to adopt a cloud. Uh, a term that I read in an article uh, kind of resonated with me is that complexity is imp- impeding adoption. And while these services are, are easier in terms of their management, understanding them or finding somebody who can explain to you in a, in a way that, that makes sense to the non-tech savvy and makes them, for the lack of a better way to say it, just kind of feel a little bit more warm and fuzzy about putting their data in a cloud versus a physical server under the desk or something, which is something we do find a lot going into a small office of four or five people with an email server 
a uh, data local storage server, a file server, all these physical devices that 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 are complex and 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 require a lot of technical expertise to set up and manage, and then the inevitability of something going wrong with those things is is just a matter of time, where you could you could host your email in Office 365 or Google Apps or many of these other services out there, and it's just a matter of going in with a modern kind of take on what's available for not just consumers but small businesses to run their business because I think one thing that is ubiquitous is that every small business that we have encountered so far uses technology to some extent whether you are a clothing store or you are a law practice or you're a doctor's office or whatever it is they use computers they use tech and they do not have an in-house IT support to fix it when it breaks. But when it does break, they can be potentially losing money. So who do they call? They call Peel Tech, right? <laughs> That's right. Yeah, so when you're in these different environments, these different offices, everybody's got different hardware. And with hardware, it's not a matter of if it will go sideways. It's a matter of when. So maybe you can help a typical five-person company think about disaster recovery. How, how do they plan for that? Yeah, I like that a lot because disaster recovery is has usually been a term that has been used for large enterprise corporations. And just because you're an office of four or five people doesn't mean you shouldn't have a disaster recovery plan. That plan could literally be as simple as, for example, maybe this company prints a lot. They have a dependency on their printing. We run it's we run into it often, and they print. Uh, you know, maybe they're a, maybe they're a restaurant, for example, and they print menus every night. What if that printer fails, and, and it's Friday night, and it's six o'clock, and it's the busiest time? What's their plan? What if this restaurant is set up to? have everything be wireless in their environment. All their, maybe they've got iPads to take orders, maybe they've got their POS's wireless. What if their wireless router goes out on the busiest night, which is probably when it will, what do they do? And, and that's something that we find a lot, especially when you go into an office that has hardware in the closet, an email server, something that has been there for years that they just become reliant on. They've had maybe multiple IT support service companies come in and help them. You've got this kind of hodgepodge, band-aid fix kind of situation. We see that a lot. Um, and and they, they're not thinking about that worst-case scenario. And a lot of times that, that worst-case scenario is what if your office is broken into and things are stolen? What if it burns down? Where is your data? What is the impact there? What if your personal computer that you run your little business on independently from home were to crash or be stolen, what would you do? And asking those questions in these consultations turns on a lot of lights that they haven't really thought about before. So we always find that really interesting and still surprising. All right, so Zach, tell me, uh, tell me what, how, you, how would you advise or paint me a picture on how you would consult on a startup? Five, five guys starting up, uh, we've helped them find office space, now it's time for the technology. Well, the first part of that answer actually is not about technology. The one thing that, that we are finding and that we have modeled our services after is to, to address that customer experience, which is a uh, across-the-board lack of, um, of high-quality, responsive customer service 
with follow through and these types of things that, that we often hear, they have IT support, but it's hard to get a hold of them or to if they have an issue, it can't be fixed right away, maybe in the next day, those kinds of things. So the biggest thing that we talk about in those consultations is their expectations when it comes to how quickly do you need a response how quick you know what what are your your kind of expectations for your IT support and taking that enterprise level in-house corporate IT support and applying that that same service uh, that on demand as if that tech you know is in your office and and applying that to that small office of four or five people so that's number one and then we get into the technology which we can off the across the board say everybody has a computer. Everybody needs a computer. We all kind of run our life off of it these days. Mobile devices. We all have smartphones, and we want those two devices to talk to each other and to be in synchronization with each other. Calendars, those types of things. Uh, and then we talk about their office space. So it is usually uh, the, this, the the lowest hanging fruit tech would be your wireless, your printers, your phones, those types of services. If there's any um, need for uh, a data backup, maybe this 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 uh, company, for example, has a ton of um, because they're a creative agency. Maybe they have a ton of. Uh, designs and, and, and things in different formats that would take up a lot of space and these are customer uh, products that should be backed up to the to an off-site external backup kind of environment so um, it's 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 a lot of that's a lot of back and forth it's a lot of listening of course we understand what their you know what they how they run their business getting to know exactly uh, you know their business and how they run it um, helps us understand their tech. So that's that's really what it comes down to. It's I wouldn't say um, handholding is is the right way to put it, but oftentimes that's what we're finding they want. They want to just they want a professional to just tell me what I need, tell me what I should be doing, what's what's going to be my worst case scenario, and how do we plan for that? And sometimes they don't even know until we have brought that up. So. Um, you know, it's it's a it's all about that consultation, and it's all about listening, and it's all about uh, you know just making sure that we're thinking ahead for them. So, do you typically see where the the business owner or the CEO might say, "Hey, look, you know, Bob or Jack's going to be my guy that talks IT. You go talk to them." Mm -hmm. Do you demand to kind of talk to the business owner? Are they involved in that? I mean, you know, it's very easy to kind of push this this off. Yeah. Yeah, you know, it, whenever, and get really and get really upset if you know things sure. aren't working. It's it's true. We often see that if if it's not the business owner, there has been somebody in the office that's been designated a de facto IT person. Oftentimes, it's been like that for X amount of years until this person is just fed up. They can't deal with it. I am not an IT professional. I need we need help. Don't you know? If if you, uh, I will warn anybody listening to this. If you are in that office, be careful about raising your hand for that job because you will become reliant on in ways that you didn't really imagine and you will be challenged in, in your technical expertise and, and that's why it's like any other utility that you might need that would require a professional with professional training, whether you're an electrician or a plumber, technology should be considered the same where you need somebody who has the expertise to you know, not only manage it but to advise you accordingly. There's we're in an era where there's too many options almost, and that's a big thing. It's there's, uh, should I be in the cloud? What's what of all the data backup solutions? Which one should I use? Which are good? Which are not? Um, and and that's often what we find that people really want. So sorry, I kind of derailed on your question, but um, the business owner, if we can 
talk to this person. Usually that is the person initiating, uh, you know, or, or calling for our services. But ideally, if it's, I like to talk to everybody. You know, I, I, we like to talk to every single member of the, the small business and get a, an understanding of their job, their role in that company, and how they use their technology because it might not be synonymous in the environment. There might, you know, there's, people have different roles, so we need to make sure we're understanding all those different roles. You are the outsourced IT master of the office, basically. Exactly. Exactly. Thank you. I dig it. Well, talk a little bit about the customer service angle again. Mm-hmm. When you're summoned for a service call, how are people getting a hold of you? Do you guys have an mm-hmm. app or something yeah. that uh, people can fill out a, a service request? How does that work for people? Absolutely. And we, and we, this is another example of how things can be too complicated in initiating a IT service request, um, whether it's a trouble ticketing system um, that, that is a little bit complicated. Oftentimes when we ask somebody to, or when somebody is asked to submit a trouble ticket for their IT services, they're not really sure what to articulate and how to explain the problem. And that's very common. So what we like to do is give them whatever channel of communication works best for them. It all funnels into the same system on our side. So whether you call us, you go to our website and submit a service request, you email us, uh, we're going to be introducing a chat function soon. Um, So all of those channels, it, it just kind of applies to how you like to work. So guys, I'm hearing about everything that you guys provide in terms of service, but uh, I think what would be helpful is knowing really you know, what some of your key differentiators are you know, versus the other guy. Could you talk a little bit about why you think uh, our clients or any, any customer, for example, should call Peel Tech? Sure. Uh, well, because we, we service the consumer space, the residential space, as well as small business Fundamentally, the biggest difference is that we will come to you uh, versus the local PC shop or the Geek Squad or, or, or other resources that where you would have to or your grandma, if she has a problem with her computer, would have to, uh, you know, haul her it into the desktop computer into a PC shop. We will come to her. So I don't have to go to the Genius Bar. You are the Genius Bar. It's a, it's a good way to look at it. It's kind of a mobile Genius Bar. It's having your technical concierge that will come to your home and address and answer any technical questions you have, uh, whether it's just advisement or it's literally fixing something on the spot or setting uh, some technical solution up in their home for them. A lot of smart home features these days are are super you know, uh, cool, plug and play, much more affordable, but people really kind of need some help in setting that stuff up. So uh, just having somebody who can come in and a repu- with a reputation that you can trust, that is our biggest thing, is that have a reputation that's synonymous with a high quality of customer service. Um, I, I, I like to say we're the anti-geek um, where we're not going to, you know, we're, we're not sending people into your home that we haven't vetted uh, extensively, background checked, uh, have full confidence that they're a full extension of ourselves and that I would send to my grandma's house, for example. So I think that's the number one differentiator is that we put a huge focus on that. And again, coming to you, um, our price points, I think, are very competitive. Um, can be, you know, there's a lot of, um, you know, maybe the lack of a better word, but I feel like it can be extortion sometimes when, when somebody is not very tech savvy and understanding the cost of fixing something or implementing something. A mechanic 
a mechanic is a very yeah. good example too. We go, you know, I, I am not a car person. If I took my car to a mechanic and they told me this was wrong and that was wrong, I'd be inclined to believe them and I wouldn't really have the expertise to prove them wrong. So that's that's a problem that a lot of people are are are, uh, are having with that. I, they, I'm constantly surprised if we have a conversation and they're open enough to tell me how much they paid for their former IT service. Um, and uh, many times I just shake my head and I'm like, wow, that's an that's an incredible ripoff. I can't believe that they they uh, they charged that that high of amount for something so simple that and it's you know it's uh, we have a lot of compassion for that. It doesn't need to be that way. So again, that reputation about a trusted resource uh, that 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 is out there for you and actually cares about you. They're not trying to sell you something. Um, is you know is uh, is huge for us. Wow, Zach Brock, really, uh, really have enjoyed having you here and, and learning a little bit more about Peel Tech. And I'm excited knowing that this is a great vendor, a great resource that I can share with my uh, clients, our customers, and uh, really come away looking like a superstar by allowing you to work with their, you know, their IT, their IT world. Um, share with our listeners how they can get hold of you, learn more about you. You bet. So you can visit our website, which is um, it's uh, peel p double -E -L dot tech no dot com, just peel dot tech, and you can get a hold of us uh, also by just emailing us at uh, help at peel dot tech, and our phone number is eight six six seven zero two peel or seven three three five. And thanks again for having us. Hopefully some of the information that we shared was helpful and look forward to hearing from the folks out in the field. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to the Champion for Corporate Tenants podcast. The corporate real estate industry in Seattle is their domain. So you can be sure that they will be serving up valuable insights and topics in each and every episode of Champions for Corporate Tenants. You can also listen to previous episodes of this podcast at www.oriancp.com. Thanks for listening, Seattle.